Jenna and welcome to the Blog Glancer podcast. This podcast is specifically for UK businesses that want to get really visible online through amazing blog content and getting featured in the media. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast and today we're going to be talking about all things TikTok. So what has TikTok got to do with blogging and getting visible online and PR, which I talk about a lot. Well, TikTok has been sort of a discovery for me over the past year. And honestly, the growth on that platform is amazing. But it's really interesting how it has actually informed my job as well. So TikTok is actually a great way to get noticed by the media. You know, the number of stories I see daily that the newspapers churn out based on TikTok content are huge. So it's a really great way to get seen. And actually, after creating TikToks, not for very long, probably after a few months, I was contacted by BuzzFeed, who asked if they could feature my content on their site, which is obviously a really big platform. So see TikTok as complementing all the other stuff that we've talked about. And it also can definitely help with your blog traffic. So I've started to put a link in my bio on TikTok. um, And for the first time ever, I've seen repeated daily traffic from TikTok to my blog. So I really think that getting to grips with TikTok can help both of those things. But also, if you're a business and you're wanting to make sales, there's so many features like the shop feature, and it's just a great way to get your business seen. Um, So I have sort of grown accidentally on TikTok, if I'm honest. I have about, I don't know, 12,000 followers now, but I would love to tell you that I'm an expert in it and that I know exactly what I did, but I don't. Um, I You can go ahead and watch my TikTok account, which is at Mamernity, but a lot of what I've created is just me sharing what's in my head about my life, funny things about being a mum. So instead, I've got a social media expert on today that's going to talk to you all about TikTok. So I'm joined by Audrey. Audrey not only knows her stuff about social media, but she's launching a TikTok challenge on the 17th of May. So I thought, perfect timing. Let's get her on. We'll chat about our experiences with TikTok and she'll share loads of tips if you're new to the platform and want to get started. So let's get on with the show. Hey, I'm joined by Audrey and we're going to be talking specifically about TikTok. So obviously I've talked on here before about my TikTok account and growing a TikTok account, but Audrey is a social media coach. So she's going to be sharing it from her perspective, how she's grown TikTok and loads of tips on how you can actually use a TikTok account to make money through product sales or service sales. So thanks so much for joining us, Audrey. Hi, Jenna. Thanks for having me. And could you just tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so my name is Audrey and I'm a social media coach. So I support women who run small businesses, getting their social media up to date, ready to sell, creating lead generation. And I'm also a brand filter designer as well. Amazing. So really busy. And just tell me a little bit about your filters because I know about them, but I feel like that would be like life changing for some people because I literally had no idea you could even do custom filters. So I know that's not really about TikTok, but just tell me briefly about them. Yeah, it kind of happened um, through TikTok, actually. So my first oh, okay. kind of main TikTok account was, it's still running now, it's called The Teen Guide. And I was running a challenge and I wanted to try get some more people from TikTok over to Instagram. So I was trying to think of some ideas of how I could get them over there and I just start browsing found out about filters I was like how are they making these found out got the software self-taught 
and then I ended up doing one for a friend and it really took off for their lunch and I was just like let's add this as another service so basically what they are is like the normal filters you see on Instagram and Facebook but you can custom it so it's your logo your tagline and there's loads of different ones like games and challenges and it's really really interactive and engaging the and I assume, thing- I assume the idea is obviously with a filter, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram, if more people use it, then that's going to get more visibility to your account. Is that right? Yeah. Well, the ones you have a choice if you're ordering, but you can have it set onto the business account, like the the customer's account, and they're getting the organic reach and stuff. Um. So even just for mine. I haven't read. I've just done made it made a few frames, and I've had over fifty thousand organic reaches from it. So it's a whole new audience. Wow! Um, a lot of people don't realize that, but and a lot of people think it's just for fun, ethically pleasing. But there is a strategy behind it. It's like the views, the reach, the the audience growth it is really, really powerful. And it's definitely something everyone should consider for a launch because, you know, when you're trying to get people to share, it's really like trying to create shareable content is hard. Mm. So it just makes it so much easier because people want to use this cool filter. Yeah. So I think like with a launch, like I think I saw you, you created one about like why I'm joining in with this challenge sort of thing. Is that right? So, yeah. yeah so immediately not only is you're going to see everyone that's used that filter, but then like you say, people can their followers can see and want to get involved as well so it's a really yeah. great way to reach more and more people yeah um, so tell me so that's if we start with tiktok then i talk about tiktok quite a bit because i'm just blown away by how quickly you can grow on tiktok with by what i feel is not doing that much work i on know TikTok. so <laughs> tell me about your when did you join tiktok and how you know how did it take off for you so i done a course a while ago um and I had a whole new business idea about working with teens. I've always worked with teens, but I wanted to bring something online. And I thought, I know where all the teens are. They're on TikTok. Yeah. Let's go. So I, I wasn't expecting mine to, you know, grow as quick as it did. Especially I thought it was going to be hard to break that barrier um, with teens. But yeah, it, it just took off pretty quickly. And I think the main thing that worked for me was as soon as somebody asked a question, I would reply, with a video so I was always talking to one person but a lot of people had the same problem so they felt like I was talking to them all the time and it just grew and grew so quickly like it's in, it is incredible so that's kind of where it started with my first account and now I've only recently set up a second account and um, that's more to do with social media tips so going back to the first account was that did you have a product that you was linking to at this point was it no no, no, it was still just a business idea. Didn't really know where I was going with it. Yeah. And um, I had no product. I do now. I have my journal. So if the teens, the customers actually wanted it. And they, you know, I'd give journal prompts or I'd give tips. And I'd talk about different ways to bring mindfulness into your life. And they were like, oh, well, I don't like the journal. So I was like, well, what would you like in a journal? And we kind of created it together. So then when it went on sale, they all wanted it straight away amazing because whenever we hear about influencers and like merch I always think if you know people we think like jumper with their name on sort of thing but that's sort of like a merch in a way isn't it like you know it's what your audience 
wanted you to create. Yeah. So how if you if you're a product, we'll talk about service businesses in a minute because you've obviously got a product business and a service business. But if you're a product based business, then how easy is it for to get set up on TikTok shop, for example, and actually have a product you're selling? Is it better, do you think, than Instagram where you've got that link in bio? Is there a bit more that you can do on TikTok? Yeah, because with the shop, it, I I think it's quite subconscious. You know, if you click the link and you have to leave the app. A lot of people just say, oh, I won't bother. Yeah. But because it's all built in, it just it just makes it more of a flow for the customer without them even realizing they're more likely to do it. And also because there's so much social proof because you can see other people buying it and you can, you know, and it is it is a big balance between the vanity metrics and the social proof yeah. of, of the product as well. But um, I didn't do my journal through the shop itself. Um, okay. And I don't even think you really have to. I actually think I was talking about this yesterday in the group. You don't. I don't think you have to. It's quite a new platform, so I think sometimes people are a little bit scared to go straight into it. Um, yeah. And I, but it's the same for Instagram and TikTok. It's the same for all social media platforms. As long as you understand the process, it doesn't really matter what platform you use. And people are trying to be everywhere, and you can't be everywhere. I would say like pick one. TikTok. <laughs> I would put all your focus on TikTok and then repurpose into whatever other social media apps you want to be on. Like pick the one that works for you, pick the one that you know feels easy and feels good to use. And I just find with TikTok, like you I can just create so much quicker than I can in Instagram. Do you find that? Yeah, I mean, even things like, for example, if you're creating a TikTok with like a green screen or like, you know, if you've got like multiple, like sometimes I'll do a, a video with like two characters. With Instagram, I'd have to physically like stop and create a new video each time. But with TikTok, yeah. you know, you can literally just pause it and then move to a different position. For example, the yeah. captions. Well, actually, the, that, the only thing that's what I don't like about captions is obviously it generates them, but they're wild inaccurate I mean you've got an accent as well so I feel like TikTok <laughs> captions if they struggle with me I feel like they might struggle with you I know I... Struggle. it doesn't even make any sense what they're, what they're I saying know. it's so funny especially like for me saying three is always says like T-R <laughs> it never picks up my THs <laughs> I think TikTok just doesn't know what Birmingham is so they're like no we're just gonna no. so that is my only downside but I agree because as well, you can literally, you know, it can take you just, I mean, you put so many prompts. Um, We'll talk about your Facebook group in a minute, but you put so many prompts on your Facebook group. But you can, if you're really organized, you can easily create, you know, five videos in sort of 10 minutes. You know, yeah. one of my most popular ones was just that seven second track where I, I think, I can't remember what the track was now, but it lasted seven seconds. And I was just drinking a cup of tea and I would put some text it was all about like being a mom and childbirth or whatever that people had a strong opinion on so you can create content it doesn't have to unlike Instagram I think you're not really necessarily being awarded for like the aesthetic side of things are you you know perfect cover images and a feed um it's just about getting content up and how often would you say to put content on there do you have any recommendations there well it depends they do say like at the beginning I would recommend batch creating as much as you can before you start so you have a lot there to push out from the get-go because it is all about consistency so rather than saying from next week I'm going to make three videos a week I like to create them first so I always have drafts there ready to go but when you first initially start they do say three a day is a good judge for a month 
just to get the data faster, to get your analytics faster. Obviously, yeah. that's not everybody can get that amount out. So as long as you're posting once a day, that's plenty. Um, but the more, the better. The more you put out, the quicker you're going to grow and the quicker you're going to get the analytics to help you know what your audience likes to watch. And when you're talking, so going back to the product-based business, because I know lots of people that follow me might be interested in this. Um when you're creating say three pieces of content are you talking about your journal for example in each of them or if you sort of just do more general topics and just having a link to your journal yeah each tiktok you make promotional or not so much now no i actually do very little promotional Um, and when it first came out i would say every six weeks i would you know focus on promotional content and put a couple out in a row in, in a row because people know how the apps work people know you're selling something and if yeah. they're interested they're going to come looking for it that yeah. was talking about people saying oh if you say link and bio they're going to um they've got they don't want people leaving the app so they're not going to push your video out but everybody knows that you will have a link in your bio so yeah. you, don't, you don't even need to say it anymore you know and do you create would you recommend for people new to tiktok so the, the link in bio for example do you create like a landing page for that link in bio or if you just got your specific product link or what would you recommend people do for that i just have a link tree at the moment. okay um, yeah but if so you have cool. a yeah if you have a website create a landing page with all your different links on it that way because link tree sometimes gives a a warning of leaving the app type of thing so that's another process another step that they have to take so if you have a website it is better to have a landing page with all your links but if you don't yeah. I don't have a website yet just a, a link tree account is fine and you talked before about like you know replying to people's comments with videos and stuff like that so I think with Instagram you know we've been told for ages I mean I'm hardly on it at the moment but you know engage half an hour before and half an hour after you post in um what's what do you do in terms of TikTok do you sort of have a goal right I'm going to engage with every single comment or I'm going to do 10 minutes of engagement a day or yeah I focus more on engaging with with the comments than I do engaging on social on the app as a whole yeah and obviously it will all help but that that's where I put my focus and I make sure I reply to every person but at the same time um my content is all about teen mental health and emotional well-being so I feel like I owe it to them because they might be sharing something you know quite vulnerable so I owe it to them to make sure that my focus is with them but I think everybody should be like that if someone's taking the time to make a comment um, and definitely make that your focus to reply to them and obviously so your so say your topics like team mental health what about hashtags then are you using hashtags just around that because one thing I find really strange on TikTok is you know Instagram for example I will post uh you know say if I'm posting about my son he's got a speech delay and I'll use those hashtags and we're always told on Instagram don't use a big hashtag so don't use toddlers for example because there's going to be millions but on TikTok the hashtags I see people using are, are really random. They might only use trending ones or they might use hashtags FYP, you know, for your page. And I don't really get, ha- and I don't really seem to know if hashtags are actually working for me. So yeah. do you have any tips on that? Yeah. So when you type in the hashtag, it comes up with it, with the number, and yeah. like how many times it's being used. So anything under, it depends on your number of followers, but if yeah. so say you have, under 5,000 followers you yeah. shouldn't use any hashtags that have less than that have more than say 100,000 oh, okay. and um, those hashtags like 
for you page and all of them there's no point using because yeah. your video will never be found like yeah, it will just exactly. never be found and um, always think of the customer's journey as well um you know a lot of small business owners when they're promoting their product are using hashtag small business but then you're just going to attract other small businesses mm. you need to be thinking about what the parent the person looking for your products what they might be putting in when they're looking for your item and um, yeah and just as well with hashtags i would say use one big one and then one middle one and then uh, how many you want of the smaller hashtags and i mean the viral aspect of tiktok is is quite addictive i think because you know yeah. like i feel like unlike instagram you know say if i post something to my instagram all the comments i get are likely going to be people that already follow me and you know it's rare that something really goes viral on there with tiktok sometimes you know if i forget to use it for a few days and then i log on i mean i remember one of my videos i didn't eat, i stopped using it for a month and it had got like nearly a million views and i've got all these comments and it was i thought i don't understand how this has gone viral so it's quite addictive isn't it but it do you is. have any tips on you know what people should do if they have that viral video have you had any experience of that and like how to sort of what to do next because I think people sort of then think oh my god should I post another video should I yeah. do it the same is it just in the fate of the TikTok gods <laughs> TikTok gods we love the TikTok gods <laughs> but I think sometimes it is but I yeah definitely you yeah. should post more content if the video is doing well look at what you think might have helped that one was it the time you posted was it the audio was it the type of video and try yeah. to create something and um so for example one of my videos that's done well um it was a reply to a question so somebody said have you any tips for babysitting this was at the very 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 early days for me and I was kind of like that's not really what in my head this isn't really what the account is about <laughs> but I'll, I'll give some answers yeah. that is still my most popular video <laughs> like that's it's about amazing. eight months eight months later I done a reel on this on Instagram actually um it's eight months later and it, every now and again TikTok will just push that video back out and I'll just generate more followers more comments on that one video like I had an extra 13,000 views in two weeks like quite recently and I'm just like this is crazy <laughs> it it's is really interesting because it's almost like a lot of what I talk about is blogging and that blogging is really evergreen you know because one thing that I hate about Instagram is you know if you posted last week that's sort of it then no one's going to see it again but TikTok is sort of different in that sense because like you say something yeah. that you created six months ago will keep getting seen so yeah. they, they purposely look for content to yeah. re-push out to a wider audience that's how their algorithm works and yeah. um, I think their algorithm is quite fair I know a lot of people are like I just don't get it I don't know what's going on but basically they just push it out to a certain amount of your followers first and depending on how they react it is how they push it out and there's different bands of amount of people they'll push it out to and what creates a viral video is that every time they push it to the next band of people they're interacting they like it they watch it they'll keep pushing it and then if it's done well a couple of months later they'll push it again then and I think that's really fair I think it's really accurate as well because I'll get people say you know like for example quite a few of my videos have been about my son's speech delay and people will comment saying like this is just shown up on the algorithm and my son has a speech line at the same age. Yeah. And I don't know how the algorithm knows that. Yeah. Uh, but it showed my video to you. And similarly, when I go on the explore page of Instagram, it's just models and random people. But when I scroll on TikTok, there's almost always videos that are related to yeah. my life or make me laugh or... So, yeah, there's a real power to that, I think. So yeah. how, how long would you say then we should spend on TikTok then? Do you have any tips for that before we 
talk uh, a bit more about your group and your challenge. It's always gonna you're always gonna spend more time than you think you're going to because yeah. you're hooked in and you end up scrolling. But it just depends. I mean, the more time you can put into it, the better it's going to be, the faster you're going to grow. But if you could just batch record, log on every day and post one to two videos, yeah. you will be doing amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. So what I'd love you to tell everyone about now is you're doing a completely free TikTok challenge. So first of all, tell us about your Facebook group, because before we press record, I was just telling you how useful the Facebook group is. So just remind everyone the name of your Facebook group. I will put a link in the show notes and what people can expect from the Facebook group. Yeah. So the Facebook group is social media tips for small business owners. Amazing. And then on the 17th, is it? Yeah, the 17th of May, I'm collabing with another amazing TikToker, Sarah Monte-Colombo. She is another small business owner. She's absolutely amazing. She runs Hallmark Designs and she has had amazing growth with TikTok, especially as a product-based business. So we're coming together to bring some free training to fellow small business buddies. It starts on the 17th of May. We're going to be covering things about the tech behind it, mindset, the customer's journey, um, why you should be on TikTok, finding creators, how to use the app. We're going to jam-pack so much into the four days with little tasks and prizes. And then we're going to have a masterclass on the 23rd of May. Amazing. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Finally, how can I realise you haven't actually told people your TikTok handle. So you just remind (laughs) me of those before we finish. So... You just want to have it's obviously people listening to this aren't going to be probably yeah, interested. At- if you enjoyed this episode of the Blog Lancer podcast, do check out Audrey's free challenge on TikTok on the 17th of May. I know I'll be joining in. Um, as always, you can head to the Facebook group, Master Your Blog Content. There's a link in the show notes. Loads of useful tips on there for growing an audience and getting visible online. Or just come and say hi at Instagram at Jenna Farmer UK Social.